everybody, it's Jessica, and we just want to welcome you to Damsel Don't Stress. Very excited to talk about this topic today. I'm thankful to be a part of this wonderful podcast, and we're going to be talking about bullying today. I know we've all seen it, experienced. If you haven't, live under a rock or something. <laughs> you definitely do not leave your house. Yeah, I think everyone pretty much has at some point dealt with it or has been a bully. What? Um, you know, real quick before we before we get into this, I want to know what each of you were. Ooh. Right? Bully or bullied? Rebecca? Oh. <laughs> um, I think I was more so the bullied because I wasn't able to stand up for myself. And then there got to a point where I started to stand up for myself too much and became the bully. <laughs> and then I went back down and like, a, I think I've mellowed out. It's a slippery slope. It really <laughs> is. You go from one end to like, the other real quick. Like, how do you be one or the other? Literally. <laughs> What's standing up for yourself too much? <laughs> Jess? Um, I think when I was little, like, I don't know what, it, I think it was just like a power trip. Like, I was totally the bully. Like, when I was like an elementary age, like, I was so mean. I did not, like, the Holy Ghost, you know, we say, like, you have the Holy Ghost, does mm. the Holy Ghost have you? Who? The Holy Ghost did not have me. Like, <laughs> oh, no. I was so mean. I was so mean, like, to my friends and, like, super, like, it was just jealousy. And mm-hmm. I'd be, like, I would literally turn into a bully. And then as I got older, I think I just, like, realized, like, that wasn't okay. And then, and then I think I became bullied, like, for appearances or, like, mm. beliefs. Like, so it kind of changed as I got Fluctuation. older. Yeah. Yeah. Those I would bully the bullies. Oh, so until the bully. bully on steroids. Yes, I was, like, I was like, don't be bullying them or else I'll bully you. And then I actually would bully them, but then I would feel so bad. <laughs> Apologize just, for bullying. Yeah. And then eventually I just became bully. the bullied. Yeah. I think especially today that word bully Wait, is. Wait, are you? Oh. We're not gonna talk about that. No, um, I would say kind of like Jess when I was younger, I was a bully. I think girls are just mean, mm-hmm. first of all, 100%. especially in that like preteen, mm-hmm. oh that 10, 11 year old. Yes, oh my gosh. we work Fifth with grade scare me now. We work with youth, right? <laughs> we are all part of our youth staff, and we see these girls. Mm-hmm. And they are so mean they over petty me. little things. <laughs> but I would say, yeah, like that age, I was definitely a bully. And then I would never say I got bullied, but wow. I stopped. <laughs> but be I stopped nice. being a bully. Yeah, I would okay. kind of like Dulce. I would stand up for people who were being bullied. Okay. I would make people feel dumb for bullying. We love yeah. people like you, That's right? Bullied. Because I used to be the bully, so it's like <laughs> you just need to shut your mouth. Yeah, yeah, you know, and not. If you don't have anything nice to say. Definitely more colorful language. Lord <laughs> got a hold of me. Yeah. But, <laughs> but anyways, back to what I was saying before Rebecca rudely interrupted me. Oh. Um, see, a not bully. a bully at all. No. <laughs> um, I feel Tough like... love. <laughs> right, yes, that's it. <laughs> bully is kind of that word, especially now, that's being thrown around. Mm-hmm. You know, like everyone gets bullied and really they're not being bullied. Right? I think it's important to define what a bully actually mm-hmm. is. So in my true nature, I looked yeah. up the definition yes. of a bully. Right? So here's what Webster says. It says, a bully is someone who seeks to harm, intimidate, or coerce someone perceived as vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So in looking at that definition, 
if someone says something mean to me, they're not bullying me. Not necessarily. Not, not, no, not like, like, oh, your shoes are ugly. No. People want to say that's a bully. That's not a bully. A bully is someone who seeks to harm or intimidate, Mm -hmm. right? So that is the true definition of a bully. Where, like, we're talking about these young girls. What is, what's their motives? They're trying to intimidate others because they don't feel good about themselves. Yes, literally. Right? Mm -hmm. So I think when we can finally see what a bully really is, we can really get more into depth. Yeah. Of this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, also, kind of like a little subtopic. Subtopic would be dealing with difficult people, right? Because mm-hmm. bullies are difficult, difficult people for sure. So people are just—they can just be mean. Yeah, I think like with that, like intimidation, like how you said, like the definition is like to harm or intimidate. Like you see, like these people. And then even when they grow up, like, they're just, like, mean. Like, bullies, like, grow up to just mm-hmm. be mean, the mean and difficult people that we're mm-hmm. dealing with. But I think, like, it's interesting. Like, I work with children in elementary school setting, and it's interesting to see, like, them, like, literally, like, go up to someone and, like, try to intimidate them. Or, I mean, they've literally, they'll hit each other, their mm-hmm. kids. Like, yeah. So, like, physically harm each other or, like, intimidate them. But mm-hmm. I think it's interesting to watch kids. Like, they can't really hide, like how they feel like in the moment or like how like what's going on through their head Mm -hmm. but most of the time like the bullies in the classroom like they they do physically like hurt people and it's like it's so it is sad to see but it's also like to understand like they themselves like are going through stuff like they have like their own heart is messed up Mm -hmm. for sure like and what most of the time, like, what they're going through, like, it's just projecting onto other people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we have to also think, I know a lot of the times we don't like to think about the bully's feelings or about what they're going <laughs> yeah. through. Forget that bully. But, like, sometimes you really don't know what's going on behind mm-hmm. closed doors. Like, mm-hmm. they could be living at home and their father could be very abusive, you know, physically abusive, sexually abusive, verbally abusive. Whatever it may be, it's causing them to act out certain yeah. ways and yeah. treat other people mm-hmm. um, a certain way because they feel like that's the only time they get control over yeah. their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of a lot of bullies, like the really mean ones, you know, that really fit into that definition, they have a lot of home problems, like you're mm-hmm. saying, where mm-hmm. it's they it's their only way to control anything. They have no control over what happens to them at home. So when they're out and about, they're at school, that's all they can do is to control those around them. And it also stems from, you know, that inner insecurity. Mm -hmm. You don't feel confident in who you are. So before anyone can call me out on Mm -hmm. my flaws, I'm going to do it to you first. Because Mm -hmm. if I can get everyone focused on you, then no one's focusing on what's going on with me. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, like, deep down, like, most of the time, like, how they make people feel is how inside like they feel like yeah and I mean even like with adults and stuff like someone who's like either like I've clashed with or like deeply offended me or like has almost intimidated me I wouldn't necessarily call like adults like bullying me like they've tried to intimidate me or like act like a certain way or like get territorial it's like Mm -hmm. because they feel like like they're hurting or they're like they feel like they're losing something or they're going through something. And Mm -hmm. so, like, they make other people around them. But, like, even going back to children, like, the bullies, like, in the classroom that I've seen and, like, they are the ones with, like, the worst home lives. or like so true. With split homes or, like, 
there's just one student that I can think of like she is a bully like to everyone around them and like she has a split home she has like the worst home life like just the little things that I've heard her say I'm like what is happening in your little mind mm -hmm. but like how she feels inside is how she wants to make others feel like mm -hmm. that's yeah. just a bully their yeah. heart is having a lot of problems oh, yeah. yeah and it comes down to like nobody wants to be a bully right and no one wants to be bullied but that's why it's such a vicious cycle because no one wants to be those people yeah. but you get two people who lack acceptance of themselves and it's just that ugly cycle yeah. so how do you stop from being bullied anyone how do you stop from being how bullied? do you stop from being bullied oh being right bullied? a person can only bully you if you don't accept yourself right if you look at yourself and like okay so you're gonna point something out in me and then do I, am I going to believe those things? Am I going to say, you know what? Yeah, I'm a horrible person or yeah. that about me. No, but if you have confidence in yourself, yeah. bullies can't intimidate you. Bullies have no room in your life because you have confidence in who you are. Kind of um, like, sorry, like, no, kind of like how we said a couple podcasts ago about having that self-esteem. You know, mm -hmm. when we have that self-esteem in God, then these bullies can't stand up to yeah. you like... And bullies know who to pick on. Exactly. That's the thing. Is they look yeah. and there's like, okay, who's the weakest link here? Who's the prey? That person I can tell they have, you know, don't have much self-esteem. So mm -hmm. that's that target, yeah. you know, because they haven't yeah. stood up. So the way that you stop a bully is by building that self-esteem. And again, like we said in the earlier podcast, is that's finding that confidence in yeah. Jesus. Right. Um, I think one of the worst quotes I've ever heard is, Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me horrible quote mm -hmm. horrible it's such a lie so bad. words hurt yeah and that's i believe where bullying begins it's all it's with words before it gets to that physical part guaranteed at some point it was already it was a verbal thing you know mm -hmm. and then it yeah. built up to that physical mm -hmm. you know i heard someone say once that you can say 10 nice things about someone right like yep. 10 the most wonderful things and then you can say one negative thing about that same person mm -hmm. and at the end of the day what is that person thinking about one negative the thing. one negative thing totally it's true one negative why why do we do this you know we have to learn in our lives that we have to tune out those negative voices mm -hmm. and we have to listen to the one voice that actually matters and that's mm -hmm. a god's voice mm -hmm. um one scripture you know that comes to mind when i think about okay what is what does god think about me you know psalms 139 verse 14 it says i will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. The psalmist is saying, I know this. I know that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And when we can get to that point where we understand who we are mm -hmm. and who we belong to, yeah. you know, a bully or those negative people or those, you know, difficult people in our lives, yeah. they no longer have power over you. Because you know who you are and it's like nothing else matters because I know who I belong to and that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah, I remember as a kid, um, we had we had gone away to another church for a few years helping out another church kind of get started. And I came back at that kind of awkward age. I think I was, I think I was 10 years old, you know, trying to figure out who I am, still very... Uh, unsure of who I was you know I didn't I didn't have that clear I'm God's child I'm 
you know, I have all this self-worth. Mm-hmm. I'm 10 years old. I don't realize that that's even a thing, really. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and, and I, as soon as I came back to my home church, I started getting bullied by this one particular girl in the youth. And I remember the first, like, the first thing her telling me was that this other girl hated me. Oh and goodness. and she hated me so much. And I had never even talked to that girl before. And it was funny because maybe maybe two weeks later, her, me and this this girl that you know hated me so much, we hung out and it was like we instantly connected, like we were long lost sisters. And I went back to that bully of a girl and told her like, why did you tell me that she hated me? Like we mm-hmm. had the greatest time Absolutely. ever, and it made her so <laughs> mad. She was so upset that I instantly <laughs> had a friend, but she was also upset that I was gonna possibly take away that one friend that she has, and. It was it was crazy because stems out of jealousy. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and when when that bully of a girl knew that me and that other girl got connected, it was like all hell broke loose. Like this girl made my life miserable, made fun of me on social media. She would spread gosh, rumors about me, so on and off, like throughout the years, like about me, about my family, and it was so bad. Yes. And I remember even <laughs> my <space. laughs> I remember even visiting another youth group like far away just because I was going to end up moving churches because of how brutal she was oh to Lord. me. And eventually I had to get to the point where I wasn't going to allow her to dictate my life anymore. She she thought she could walk all over me because I was so passive, but something ended up having to rise up in me that mm-hmm. I just didn't care what she said about me because if people really knew who I was they knew who I am my character I just I I had to get to the place where I did not care anymore and just move on that's Mm -hmm. good Mm -hmm. I think so too like when like when you're talking about that like natural like naturally like I can be a passive like chill person and like having confrontation is like the last thing in my life that I ever (laughs) want to do and so like having like I think in situations like with bullying or like not I'm not confrontational at all so but like I've had to like go through that where I'm like I have to stand up to someone who as an adult like that are difficult or as a like young person like that was a bully like I've Mm -hmm. I had to confront them because it's like to a point where it's like you need to realize like how you're acting how you're treating people like is not okay and like especially like being older like I realized like Oh, like, what they did to me, like, can harbor, like, bitterness or, like, mm-hmm. unforgiveness. But it's, like, confronting that, like, confronting a bully. Like, don't feel intimidated because they literally are a terrible, like, they're going through so much yeah. stuff. And so, mm-hmm. like, when you confront them, call them out, like, they're gonna, like, fall apart because they know that it's yeah. true. And so, like, confrontation, a healthy version of confrontation. Like, even for someone who, like me, like, I'm passive, I can be very chill, like... I've let people walk all over me for, like, a long time, and, like, I can't, like, you can't do that. Like, that's not a healthy person. Like, that's not healthy at all. So, like, confronting that, confronting difficult people, confronting bullies, like, is okay. Like, in a godly way, like, hey, Mm -hmm. like, you do this, this, and this, and this. You make me feel this, this, and this. And, like, I've done that before, and, like, afterwards, like, the release of, like, forgiveness and, like, even the friendship afterwards or... Maybe not necessarily a friendship, but, like, the relationship afterwards was, like, so much more healthier than it was, like, 
when they made Before. me feel this way or maybe when they were making me like when I was like bullied like or like dealing with that difficult person like confronting them like made everything 100% better yeah I agree sometimes I I'm the same way like you guys get me in trouble for speaking too softly with this <laughs> podcast thing I am not confrontational I can be crazy when I'm with like my Axe 29 girls but I prefer to be in my apartment with my one f just like kind of like my alone time sometimes and I'm not confrontational so whenever I have had to like speak to someone I really bring it to God to like I always pray about it first and I really ask God to give me the words that he wants me to speak because you know we speak life or we speak death mm -hmm. and I think genuinely if you feel it in your heart to talk to this bully or this person who has constantly been bombarding you or making you feel low and, and just bad about yourself mm -hmm. when you talk to them ask them if you've done anything to trigger that or ask them for forgiveness if you really mean it you know <laughs> god honors the, yeah. the real heart the true heart and he sees that and he will honestly he'll honor that if you go and go up to a bully and ask them for forgiveness because you genuinely genuinely want to mend something mend a relationship or just bring peace he will honor that and you know What's that Bible verse that where it says like no weapon formed against me shall prosper? Mm -hmm. Once you do that, you you wipe your feet, you walk away, and you know God is gonna handle the rest, and He's mm -hmm. gonna He's gonna give you the strength to deal with it, mm -hmm. or He's you know He's gonna mend those things. Yeah, I think it's important you know to really like Jess was saying is talk to that person, make that confrontation because when you make that confrontation, you're calling the person out. No one likes to be called out. Right. right? right. Mm -hmm. Especially a bully. Because when you call them out or even, you know, a difficult person in your life who continuously just giving you a hard time, yep. the minute you call them out, they're aware that you're aware. Oh, yeah. Does that make sense? Like, mm -hmm. it's not just like, I'm just, this person's not just doing it now. It's like, oh, they know I'm doing it. Oh, yeah. And they, yeah, they're responsible mm -hmm. for it. And they understand like, okay, I'm going to find another victim. <laughs> and then they move on, you know? But I think it's really important what Rebecca was saying earlier you know, with her story of the girl who was being just Brutal. vicious. Yeah, yeah. so Wild. mean. So, but, so young, but... Yeah, but it stemmed yeah. out of jealousy, Yeah, you know? Mm -hmm. And one thing I love that Rebecca said is that they, the other people, no matter what's said about me, if people know me and they know my character, they're not going to believe those things. Mm -hmm. So just like kind of to hit on that difficult people, I remember I was in Bible college. Uh-oh. And I had a girl who I thought was my best friend. We were we were great friends, right? I thought she was a really good friend of mine. Um, we roomed together for the second year in a row, mm -hmm. and we, you know, we hung out. We were like we were. I thought she was my best friend. Um, we had another girl come in the beginning of the new year, and she was a freshman. I mean, this girl just hit it off right away, like great friends we were getting up going to 5 a.m prayer Aww, every morning like we were just good yeah it was just it, we just like hit it you know those people you meet and you're like dude this is my forever friend like this yes. is great yeah. yes. it got to the point where we started hanging out and this other girl uh -oh. was jealous mm -hmm. would never say that to me of course. but she started going behind my back and telling all the new freshman girls 
how horrible oh, of a person man. I was. Oh. And I, I have a very strong personality. <laughs> I'm very confident, you know, and I will say what's on my mind. So you say something about me, no one's going to come up to me and be like, are you this way? Are you? Did you do this? Yeah. What are they going to do? They're going to just believe it because that's just what they heard about me, mm -hmm. you know? And so I had to get, and these are new girls coming in. And when you first they meet me, I've had people tell me all the time, like, oh, you're so intimidating, right? I'm like, what do I do? What, what does that even mean? <laughs> right? No one can tell me what it means. It's just, oh, they're intimidated. So all these new freshman girl coming in, they see me and they're already intimidated. And mm -hmm. then they're hearing these stories. Yeah. What could I do? Yeah. There's nothing I could do. Almost like paints I you just, into a corner. Well, yeah. And literally all I could do was just be myself. Yep. Let who my character truly was yeah. show. And what happened within a few months, she tried to get me kicked out oh my of college. <laughs> Don't you love With that? all of these lies <laughs> and all of these things. And I remember we're sitting there talking to one of the, the teachers and she's telling him like, if you don't make her leave, I'm leaving Bible college. Oh and she went on for like a wow. good like 30 minutes of all these like petty, petty things. And I'm like sitting there realizing she's so jealous. Literally. She's so bitter. And I just sat in silence. Cause like I'm not gonna. Oh, you were in the room. I was in the room, and she was saying all these things. And the guy looked at her, and he goes, "Okay." Letting go of all of that stuff, he looks at me and goes, "Angela, are you willing to work on this?" And I said, "Absolutely," because if this isn't fixed, we walk out this door. There's bitterness. There's resentment. Yeah. I'm not gonna live that kind of life. Like yeah. I want to start fresh. I she's supposed to be my best friend. Like I want to fix mm -hmm. this. Yeah. And he looked at her and he asked her, "Are you willing to work on this?" And she straight up said. I've tried. I'm not doing it. He's like, oh I'm not gosh. asking what you tried. I'm asking, are you willing mm. at this point to work on it? Mm. And she said, no. Shoot. And he looked at her and he said, well, then it looks like you're the problem and you need to go. And she's wow. like, well, I'm going to leave. He goes, you do whatever you have to do. And so she left the next week, went home. That's crazy. But because of that, you know, these rumors being spread and all this stuff happening, this girl that I did hit it off with was a freshman. So she heard all the freshman girls talking about it. Huh. And, like, she's, like, she's your ride-or-die kind of girl, you know. So yeah. she was setting yeah. all those people straight. I didn't have to do anything. Wow. She was setting all, she's a liar. Don't listen. She, I would hear, hear her, like, defending me, you know. And then, <laughs> we like. Love, we love those. I love those girls, right? Yeah. And then a few months in, people realized, okay, because who I am and my character was able to withstand anything that anyone could say yeah. about me, yeah. you know, because they were lies. Yeah. Now, if they were true, then You'd we had stuck. some problems, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I would have been the one going home. Yeah. But I think it's so important to know that no matter what difficult people come into your life and try to bring you down or try to, you know, speak lies about you, at the end of the day, your character will speak louder than any lie. It really will. And that's mm -hmm. so important. Oh, yeah. Uh, as you guys were, like, both sharing, like, your your stories, the only word I was someone? thinking of was, like, 2022 was toxic. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, you're so toxic. Oh, like, toxic Lord. relationships, like, that drain you, that hurt you. Like, and almost to, like, thinking about, like, even situations that I've experienced or offenses, like, with literal toxic people, like, mm -hmm. knowing and, like, going back to, like, our confidence, like, knowing, like, my energy and, like, what I'm worth, like, how you make me feel, like, how you make me feel and, like, how you, like, are as a person, like, it's not even worth, like, my time and energy to be around you, like, yeah. to spread rumors about someone, to, like, lie mm -hmm. about their character, to, like, be around someone that you literally don't even trust, like, 
even with like your heart or like your soul or like to spill out like your own like like have a friendship with them like it's not even worth like who I am as a person to like be around you because of yeah. how you act and like like hurt people hurt people like mm-hmm. all of what you're dealing with your toxic life like can't, it's not even worth like my time and my energy and like my friendship so I think there's the balance of like wanting to like fix it and mend relationships but also like see ya like yeah understand when you. it cannot be mended i love you but yeah. it's mm-hmm. not right like i yeah. can't right now gotta hit that unfollow button sometimes unfollow <laughs> unfollow block yeah decline yeah all for your it. own self and i think a lot of times like you know we're talking about bullying and difficult people but sometimes you have difficult people in your life who are close to you yeah Ooh. and it's knowing that line of yeah. is this person like toxic right you want to hear toxic and i feel like that's word so overplayed it really is you know it's like so oh, everything's toxic. toxic they disagree with me toxic. yeah toxic. that's not that's no not red flag no because yeah. To- yeah. it's toxic it red means flag. it's toxic means it's killing you yeah right and i believe like a true toxic person is killing your spiritual life oh 100 so if you're around people who are doing that mm. who are mm-hmm. literally getting in that way there's got to be a point where you cut them off mm-hmm. sever that relate if you can even call it a relationship because mm-hmm. really it's all one-sided because you're just oh, taking yeah. a beating yeah <laughs> right so it's understanding where it's like there has to be a line drawn of like is this worth it nope. is this really helping me is it benefiting me and i think that's one thing about relationships the beautiful thing about it is you get to choose yeah mm-hmm. your relationships if there is a friend who's not really a friend why are they your friend? Yeah. Right? You have that choice, and we have to understand that you don't have to be around people who are like that. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes it's almost like a clout type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like, this is the person that I need to be friends with, but they're like, they are that, that toxic person that's mm-hmm. literally, not literally killing you, but... <laughs> I hate the misuse of the word literally. Um, <laughs> literally hate it. <laughs> but it's literally <laughs> not good for you. Yeah. <laughs> like just just killing you slowly. Yeah. Like, you have to get to a point of like cutting that off, whether they have like this cloud or not. Because like I would rather be known to not be friends with that person. Not everybody wants to be friends with because. Those that have tried to be friends with them know how they are. Yeah, and so true. you have to get to the point of like, okay, is this worth it? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like Angela was saying, like, is it really worth it? Like, I'd rather have, you know, people that, you know, might not be the go-to friends, but they're there for me. They're mm-hmm. there to yeah. lift me up in prayer or just to be nice. Yeah, yeah. I think too, like with oh, nice. like, yeah. the plus, like the positive of this is like those godly friendships that necessarily maybe aren't like oh like my hype or like my hype or like oh my gosh they're the party friend but it's like the deep friendships that come maybe after like you had like a difficult season of friendships like the deep friendships that you were praying for like even like in high school like I remember praying like for a friend and like this random family moved to Nebraska. Like, that doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, like no one moves to Nebraska. Knows. Yeah, like, and, like, the friendship that I had in, like, their daughter, like, mm-hmm. I could never, like, replace, like, yeah. so, like, that godly friendship, like, after, like, having, like, it wasn't even, like, 
it wasn't necessarily toxic friends. It was just, mm-hmm. like, my non-church friends that I let influence me, like, yeah. until I was, like, 16, 17. But mm-hmm. then meeting, like, this wonderful friend that, like, we would just, like, be together with, like, yeah. go to church together. We were, like, the only two girls, like, in my school that were in church. And, like, you know, like, that type of friendship, like, I could never, like, replace. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. because, yeah. but going back to, like, all of the negativity that I had, but... Yeah. I had hope, like, in a good yeah. friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. We can always, like, look back on our... Even though we have those bullies in our life, like, we can always look back at our good friendships mm-hmm. and, you know, how timely they are and how God really does place those, like, the perfect people at the right time in yeah. your life to help mm-hmm. you um, go through these things. And, you know, He's definitely done that for me multiple times. Mm-hmm. Like, this year I met, like... One a great person. I, I met her at Landmark, and we instantly clicked, and we talk almost every day, and it's just been a blessing of a friendship, and it's just you don't get friends like that as often yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to be thankful for those friendships as well. Yeah, and God will bring those to you. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember I I had to make a prayer. I was like, God, oh yeah, I just need someone. You know, mm-hmm. and God. More than you want a good friend, God wants you to have that good friend. Mm -hmm. So he's going to bring someone into your life. Mm -hmm. Um, And that doesn't mean that difficult people will no longer exist when that person arrives. (laughs) You know, but it's just getting to that place where you, again, being secure in who you are, Mm -hmm. that difficult people and bullying has no effect on you because you know exactly who God has called you to be, yeah. right? It always comes, I feel like it always comes back to it that. We're like, if you're back. who yeah. God has called you to be and you're living that life, none of this stuff, ma- you all don't of this stress, right? Anymore. You don't have no to stress, stress right? Don't, don't stress because it's all pettiness Literally. in the grand scheme of eternity because it's guess life. what? <laughs> there probably will be difficult people in heaven. No oh. one wants to say it. No one wants to say it. <laughs> They're going to have difficult... Because the, the point is, is that we do not mesh with everyone. Nope. Right? Mm-hmm. There are people who are not going to like you for no particular reason, but just because. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean those people are going to hell. There's just people that you're not going to mesh with. So it's getting that security in who you are mm-hmm. that none of that's going to bother you. Yeah. you Even know? in the church. Yeah. Right. The- we were, I was like, I was super offended by somebody and I was like talking to a pastor about it and I was like, like in tears, I was like, they're so mean. Like it was just like, it was just like a being a baby. I was just being a baby. And they looked at, I remember they looked at me and they were like, Jessica, like if it wasn't this person, if this person wasn't in your life, it would literally be someone else. Like there's Mm. always going to be someone, there's always always going to be relationships that like, you're not going to get along with everybody. And mm-hmm. so, like, being okay with that, being sure who you are in God. But, like, yeah. being okay, like, there's always going to be someone who's not going to like you. Mm-hmm. Not going to be about who you are. Like, it's always going to happen. Yeah. So, we can't get hung up on something so petty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so it's true. 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 Well, guys, I think that sums it up. Yes. We've pretty much said all there is to say. Don't be a bully. Don't be a bully. Don't get bullied. Don't be bullied. Don't be toxic. Don't be toxic. Stand up for yourself. Don't bully the bullies. Don't bully the bullies. Well, well. We're a work in progress. Righteous indignation. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We hope that you have at least gained 
something from this as we discuss, you know, our life experiences and kind of our viewpoints. We really, we're enjoying doing this. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, we will see you on our next episode of Damsel Don't Stress.